0: I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome to my podcast today. Today, I am so super excited to introduce you to someone who, it is no understatement to say, transform my life. Um, as you guys know, my story started out being very knowledge-based, academic, brain, all of that sort of stuff. And when I hit one of my significant walls, I was introduced to this incredible woman, Claire Woodward and the Woodward Institute and Kinesiology. And I remember at the time thinking, mm, this is a bit woo-woo for me, but I'm just going to go with it. And wow, did she change my life. So welcome to the podcast, Claire. Hi,
1: Beth. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Can you tell my awesome listeners a little bit about yourself and the journey that
1: um, took, brought you to where you are today? Sure. Um, so yeah, as you just said, I'm a kinesiologist, um, and I v- originally got into kinesiology uh, through coaching, actually. So I about 10 years ago, um, I was living over in Europe for a number of years, and then when I came back to Sydney, I was pretty much miserable. Um, I was working in corporate and wasn't loving it too much. So I actually went and saw a tarot reader and she actually guided me that I'd end up doing something where I'd have my own business and end up helping people and doing like personal development stuff, which was, yeah, um, the first I was hearing about it. And so sort of after doing the reading, I went home and I did some sort of research into what that could even mean. And life coaching actually popped up in the Google search with um, Nature Care College. And Nature Care College is like alternate therapies over on the North Shore if you're in Sydney. And um, yeah, this coaching course was available. So I signed up for that. And after doing it for a couple of months, I noticed that they do these student sessions um, for all these other modalities. And so I hadn't heard of anything. So I hadn't even really heard of coaching. And so the coaching course itself was like a mix of counseling and coaching. Um, and that was sort of, you know, as far as I was going. And then I did. A few of these student sessions and tried out these different modalities and kinesiology happened to be one of them and so I was very fortunate in this session that the student um, needed the help of the teacher and so the teacher actually came into the room and did a very very short mini session on me but in the very short time that she worked on me I was completely blown away with what she was able to access um, on an emotional level what she was able to clear in such a short amount of time Um, And as she finished this very sort of short demonstration, I was like, oh, my God. And she was like, yeah, come have a session. And so I went and had a session and the rest was history, really. So it took me about two years before I started studying it. Um, And that was, yeah, about eight years ago. And it is, as you said yourself in in the intro, it is, it's an incredibly life changing. It's a completely transformational modality. Um, And so I started studying it and I started working. Actually, I started practicing pretty quickly simply because I had the coaching behind me. And the kinesiology and the coaching just complement each other so well. So I was able to start working straight away. Um, But, yeah, but it's the best. It's the best thing. It's the best thing because it actually kind of helps you identify what your block is and then it clears it through various energy energy healing techniques.
0: Yeah, so tell me about that because that is exactly the reason why I came to you because I was stuck, 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 and I had tried to think my way out of everything. And I remember... You know, and probably the first few sessions, I would be lying on the table, like having a panic attack, and you'd be like, are you okay? Do you need to run out of the room? And I'm like, no, no, I just (laughs) need to feel like I need to run out of the room. Um, And it was just incredible. So tell us a little bit about how it works and how it helps with unblocking you.
1: Sure. So kinesiology itself is based on Chinese medicine and chiropractics. Now, all you need to understand with that is you've got this beautiful combination of east meets west in that you're working with energy clearing techniques in the energy body, plus with the chiropractic, you're working with the actual physical anatomy. And so when I explain to clients how it actually works is most people seem to be familiar with acupuncture. And so acupuncture, what they're doing is they're putting needles in what they call meridians in the energy pathways and effectively getting blocked energy, blocked chi moving. And so in Mm. kinesiology, you're working on exactly the same principles. I don't work with needles in sessions, but you're working on the same principles in that wherever you've got stuck energy, stuck chi, It's going to manifest for you physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. And so what we want to identify is where the blockage is, what's causing the blockage, and most importantly, how we get it moving. And that's really where the chiropractic part comes into it, because we work with this um, diagnostic tool really called muscle testing. And so the way muscle testing works is if you use the example of starting with a locked muscle, you'll have a muscle that is in a locked position. And then when the integrity of that muscle is challenged through some sort of stress stimuli, right, which could be an emotional stress, it could be a physical stress, the muscle will unlock. And that's what's giving us the indication that your body is actually communicating, saying like something is out of whack here. And it's from that particular point of unlocking that we then go through and just ask a whole range of questions to really get to the nitty gritty of what it is that's actually causing the imbalance. Mm -hmm. And the best thing with the muscle testing is it's overriding the conscious mind and it's tapping straight into the subconscious mind and the subconscious body which is the best because it's getting you as the client and me as the practitioner out of the way and it's the intelligence of your body and the intelligence of your being that's really communicating and Mm. so it's a holistic modality which is why it's so effective it covers every single angle and you're really handing over that communication to your body it'll communicate back to us and we just need to listen and then we do what it tells us to do
0: yeah, and I love that because that's, I mean, again, that's so aligned with human design, mm. you know, like human design is all about tapping into the body and overriding the mind and the, you know, the unconscious programming. Exactly. And for all my listeners out there, do you, you know, you know your human design, don't you? Uh,
1: not off the top of my head. I mean, I've done my human design, but I don't know what I do. I do because oh. I
0: have it. Because <laughs> we've done, we looked at it. And so you are a generator um, with are I think you're a, yeah, you're a four, six So we've got a role model in house people Um, and yeah, so very much on fire. And one of the things that I love about what you just shared is I can see why I was so attracted to you and your work in the beginning, because it's almost like, it sounds like you're just talking straight science to me Um, and it's really you know, you have this really deep understanding of how the energetics work. It's yeah. not just like, oh, we're just going to do a bit of this and move a mm. bit of that. Um, and I think that that's potentially why you have such powerful, um, you know, breakthroughs with your clients. I know for me, yeah. the one, one that I remember having is that we had a massive session. Um, and I can't even remember what it was in regards to, but it was like within the two weeks in between our sessions, my entire life changed. And I was like, What the hell? What did you do? <laughs> I wish I, I think I said to you, I wish I recorded that session yeah. so I could go back. And you just said to me, Why would you? It's fixed. Move on. Yeah. yeah. And I think that in itself is so incredibly powerful.
1: Yeah. It's such a modality of empowerment and that's it. Like it is completely transformational because it's really working with, but it, I mean, wherever you've got any sort of like block or any sort of resistance or if life isn't looking the way you want it to look, if you don't feel, if, if, you, if your relationships are a bit, off, whatever it is, right, like I said before, physical, emotional, mental or spiritual, Whatever it is that's causing that resistance, with kinesiology, you're able to explore it and investigate it in a way where you're able to understand why it's there, but most importantly what we need to do to get it moving. And so it is all about self-empowerment and transformation and making sure that you're on path with really your higher self and your soul's energy. What it's doing is really clearing, I often refer to it as the static, you're clearing the static and you're clearing effectively the stuff that you've collected over all of the years. Like your computer system, your subconscious mind is your computer system effectively. Mm, It's all of the files that get really backed up and then you're behaving in ways that you don't really understand why or the way you don't want to. And so you clear that and you kind of reboot and then all of a sudden with that space, the clarity and the guidance of your higher self and your soul is able to flow through and guide you. Mm. And that's really where all of the, like the grace and the ease and the magic really exists. It doesn't mean that there isn't ebbs from time to time, but the ebbs you learn to embrace and celebrate in a way where you see them as real gifts and real teachings. Mm. And then you retain the wisdom from that experience and get rid of the crap yeah. and then get realigned to the next thing.
0: Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I'm instant. I'm sitting here going, right. I, have to, <laughs> I haven't had a session for a while. I need to come in. Um, so what would you, what do you see the most in your practice? Like I know um, for me personally, I came to you when I was pushed to the brink. Like I felt that I had tried everything else. And as I say, I was really, really head focused at that stage. And now I'm not so much. I'm very, it's more, um, you know, mind, body, spirit, very connected to my human design to my soul. But what is it that you see the most in your practice? Why do people come to you?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, as I've said a few times, because it is a holistic modality and it covers all of the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual stuff, I honestly get clients that are coming in from every sort of sort of ailment or illness or irritation, right, on a physical level to then people who are wanting to change careers, who are wanting to kind of get out of a marriage, those that are having um, fertility issues, and then also those that are on much more of a spiritual quest as well. So I kind of get everything. When I first started, I tended to get sort of a little bit more of your, um, I don't know, I wouldn't say like your humdrum stuff, but like just, yeah, your less kind of big inquiries about life. But now kind of the spectrum is really, really broad, which is what's so exciting to work with. With any of you don't know what you're going to be getting. Um, so yeah, it's hard for me to answer that now. But as I said before, it's really Anybody who is able to recognize that they have some sort of like stress in their life that they can't seem to get beyond or some sort of block, they're the ones that come and see me. And I get a lot of referrals. I've actually been very fortunate that I've actually never advertised with my business at the very, very beginning. I think I did like through Facebook, not even Facebook advertising, but just, but it's all been word of mouth just because the results are there. Like at the end of a session, I'll often say to clients, like the proof will be in how you feel in the next coming days. Let it integrate, see how you go and then get back in touch. And yeah, and it's all kind of word of mouth from there. So, pretty yeah. much like for your listeners, especially like in context of like if you've got listeners um, who are coaches and who are really kind of into the human design stuff, it's really about understanding that we are the way that we are and we're all so unique in our own ways and we're meant to have our challenges as well as our gifts, right? But whatever it is that you've chosen on a soul level to come into this lifetime to experience, that includes also the DNA that you've chosen to inherit from mum and dad. Whatever Mm. it is, if you find that it creates some sort of resistance or comes some sort of inhibition or or sort of restriction on how you want to move forward, then kinesiology is perfect because what we can do is we're able to harmonise the energy around it so that way you're no longer working with like the stressed, stuck energy. Instead, you understand it and then, because everything is energy, you then clear the energy body so that way it's back in right alignment effectively. And from that place, you're able to then kind of make certain decisions and certain choices that, as I said before, are really in alignment with the higher self and the soul.
0: Yeah, I love that. So what would you, if you could give my listeners three pieces of advice from your time over the last eight years, like what are the three pieces of advice you would want to give people? What do you want people to know?
1: Um, I think, honestly, one of the most important things to understand, not just with kinesiology, but with life, is that every experience that you have will always have some sort of emotional response connected to it. And it'll usually be that charged emotional response that keeps us stuck and keeps us not moving forward. So I think if everyone can sort of understand more and more to honour every single emotion as valid, including anger, including jealousy, including shame, and really start to educate themselves on what all of those emotions mean, there's an excellent book called Language of Emotions by Carla um, McLaren, phenomenal, because it really gives you the opportunity to really celebrate and honour every emotion as really wanting to communicate and teach you something. So I think if more and more of us can understand the value of emotions. And then we can also understand that everything really is just a stuck emotion. And once you get that emotion moving, then all of a sudden you're freed from that particular repeating experience or that event or that block. Mm. And then all of a sudden you get to choose differently as a result and then life looks better. So that would be my number one thing. I think whenever yeah. I'm around friends or family or whatever, and they're getting stuck in their stories and all the rest, you're just like, just need to identify what the emotion is. And look, and when I say that, it's probably important to understand that with kinesiology, right? You're not talking an emotion through, in essence of like, I think this is the emotion. That'll be a part of the session. But through the actual muscle testing, the muscle testing will indicate what the actual emotion is connected to an event or connected to a specific age or a repeating pattern. And then we clear it from that perspective. So it kind of cuts all of the stuff around it and gets straight to the guts of what it really is.
0: Yeah, and and absolutely. And because I think there's been many times that we've spoken about things. Um, and then once we get to, you know, what the emotion I think it is, is is just a higher level of what it ends up being. Yeah. And I think this, I see this a lot in my clients. Like I can chunk down with my clients and I can hear a word, you know, if people start talking about trust, then I know they're talking about their self-worth. Yep. Um, but, you know, with the work that you do, I think that it's really powerful the way, some of the things that when we've done it, and you've identified a certain word or something yeah it's been like oh yeah. wow
1: like that you can just there's a visceral response because it's like that's yeah, exactly shit. it which is the perfect yeah that would be my second thing right second thing to really take away and understand is that everything is stored in the body so the reason it's a visceral experience is because energy emotions are just energy in motion so mm. this emotion hasn't been honored. the energy has gotten stuck somewhere And because we are holistic beings, right, the body's always talking to us. If illness or some sort of physical complaint is showing up in the body, it really indicates that we've missed that awareness in the spiritual. We've missed that awareness on a mental level or an emotional level. And then it finally shows up in the physical where it's just like, okay, now I can get your attention because I didn't get your attention out there. And Mm. so that's the thing. When you do start to understand that everything is stored in the body and you work with the body to release it, again, there's freedom, complete freedom on the other side of it. Mm. So I, I, what
0: I love about what you said, one of the things I often say to clients is that the universe, she starts with tapping you on the shoulder and she ends with slapping you in the face. And what I just, what you just shared that I love is, is it this hierarchy that like it, first of all, we are tapped through our spirit, then it's about um, our thinking, then it's about, uh, what did you say next? The Um, emotional stuff. Emotions, then in the physical body. So. When it gets to our physical body, does that mean like she's been tapping on your shoulder for a while?
1: That's my understanding. I don't know if it necessarily works as like a straight hierarchy because we're incredibly like we're multidimensional beings and we're incredibly complex, right? So sometimes things are triggering that, like I said before, you have inherited from like past lineage stuff. It could be that there's stuff in the spiritual planes connected to um, past life stuff if your beliefs are open to that, right? So you can get, and look again with the kinesiology, it's great because your body will tell us what it is actually connected to rather than us speculating and being like, oh, that yeah. sounds like it's some sort of past life energy, maybe, but we have the body to actually tell us through the muscle testing and stuff. So yeah, I don't know if yeah. it's a straight hierarchy necessarily, but my, in my experience, once it's manifesting in the physical body, it kind of means that it has been missed elsewhere. But often there's a gift in it manifesting there because that's how we can understand it, we can feel it, and then we can really kind of move it and transform it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love it. And did you have a third thing that you I, want to share? Yeah, yeah.
1: I'd love to share. I mean, I think for me my own journey with this over the last 10 years, um, the biggest thing I think that brings me so much joy every day of having done so much work to kind of clear a lot of like the the patterns of the mind and all of the kind of limitations from a limiting belief perspective is that once you do, you create so much space to connect in with your soul's energy and, you know, if you understand that the heart is the sacred seat of your soul and your soul is always in communication with your higher self, which is always existing in the spiritual planes, all of a sudden you have this like constant radio signal between these two these two parts of you really, which is really one and the same. And that way it's what ends up governing you through life. Um, and as I said earlier, it's like that's what makes life so much more magical. And from that place then you do have the ability um, and, and a greater ease to then connect in with your all, you're right, all of your guides and stuff on the spiritual planes, be it guardian angels, be it archangels, be it other light beings and, and all the rest. And then your whole world really opens up to that and then it's just like, oh, yeah, this is amazing.
0: Yeah. Wow. And can you help people connect to them?
1: Yeah, everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. And often it just comes down to kind of clearing various blocks that are preventing you from trusting and actually allowing them to come through. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because it's something for me personally that I know we've spoken about over the years. It's, it's I'm sure and maybe this is the session that we need to do. <laughs> There on some level, there is this block with me because I do come from this lineage of mm. people who um, have, you know, gifts in that more spiritual space, you know, of being um, psychic and that sort of thing. And um, I was terrified as, as a kid. And if you look one more person, whether it's an astrologer or someone tells me like, oh, my God, you're so psychic. And I'm like, well, freaking no, I'm not. Um But really a journey for me has been, and look at me, I've just realised, no, I'm not. There's my belief right there. Um, A journey for me is I really want to connect to this stuff now and I really want to step into it more and more. And I know I'm guided every day. Like the synchronicities are off the charts. When I work with clients, again, like the stuff that comes out of my mouth, I'm like, how did I bring all of those things together? Because I consciously didn't think about it. It just came out. So I know that there's something Um, bigger than me. And I often say that I'm sure all the learning I've done over time is literally just me putting the right language into my brain so that it can speak through me. But if I came to you today and said, how can I um, create or what do I do to connect into those, those energies trying to guide me?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think first and foremost, it's believing that it is actually true because we really have we have been brought up in a society and in a world where we've been told to shut that down from such a young age, right? Which is such a shame. And everybody has the ability, right? No one is more special than the other However, there are, you know, a lot of us that are drawn to this work who tend to be more intuitive, they tend to be more psychically connected and all those sorts of things. And so I think if you do feel like you have that or you're being told that constantly, you sort of have a responsibility to yourself to clear any sort of limiting beliefs and blocks around it and so a session can help with that. And then the other thing I would say is you have to meditate. Like meditation is everything that they say it's cracked up to be, right? And they've been doing it for eons for a reason. And so people need to all of us need to take that time to be able to sit with ourselves long enough without any attachment and to just allow that connection. I often refer to it as like a radio signal. You need to be able to give yourself time to kind of really like the old school radios where you used to kind of fine tune the signal and then you'd be like, oh yeah, there there I'm in. Mm -hmm. That comes through meditating, right? Or through journey work Mm -hmm. or however it is that you choose to do it. But it's about being able to sit with yourself long enough to hear the guidance because they don't compete to be heard with the ego. So unless you no. have learnt to tame your ego, and everybody can do it, right? Like yep. on your choquette um, is a spiritual speaker and she often refers to um, she refers to the ego as like a dog, as a puppy that needs to be tamed. And it's mm. true, if you don't look if you don't tame your puppy, like if you don't teach it the right things to do, it ends up kind of ruling the home, doesn't it? and so it's the same whereas if you really kind of give it the time that it deserves and really kind of puts it in put it in its rightful place so to speak then all of a sudden you have this incredible support tool and this incredible support supportive being around you all the time which is the ego it's there to support us yeah. but you can't yeah. let it run you and then when you deal with that then all of a sudden the guidance of the higher self the soul the guides um it's not they're not going to compete anyway so then you can hear them all of a sudden
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. What you said about the ego. That's something uh, for me that I have definitely prioritized for many years. And I even like my ego has an alter, an alter ego. She is this, um, you know, this big cave woman, like this Amazon cave woman. And she's like big and strong and she's wearing this leopard skin bikini and she's got crazy (laughs) hair and a bone in her hair. And she's really strong. So if anyone comes near me, yeah. she's going to fuck with them. Yeah. However, you do not put, you know, you do not put your life in her hands in the words of she doesn't know. She's not, no. like, she's not that bright. Yeah. So, um, and I think that's really powerful. I think that's something for me that I've definitely worked on over the years um, to, as you say, and Liz Gilbert says it as well so beautifully in her book, Big Magic, yeah. want to have, have the ego in the driver's seat. She's, she's important, but she doesn't get to drive. No, exactly. And um, the other thing, meditation. That's what I'm talking about all the time. Amazing. I'm sure it's one of the the things that transformed my life. Yeah. Um, back when I started it at, at, at the age of 28. So. Um, yeah, it's,
1: it's yeah. I, I
0: totally agree, and it is, and it is that you know you can feel it as you say when when you're connected, you can mm. really feel. It. And I, from what you're saying, I think the biggest thing that I take away from that for me personally is just the believing, yeah. you know, like the synchronicities and the things that work in my life that I'm like, holy falls.
1: Yeah.
0: It's yeah. that. It's like, just, just believe it. Yeah. Just go with it. That's
1: exactly it. And I mean, that's really what, like, if you think about what, I mean, maybe I can answer it in part when you said, what do most people come and see, see me for, right? On some level, it's like a lack of connection. It's, it's a disconnection, whether mm. it be from themselves or from other people. You know, that energy of loneliness and kind of feeling misunderstood, it's just rife in our society, right? And so when you do start to do more of the meditation and more of the self-inquiry and the self-work and the clearing, then all of a sudden that relationship with the interconnectedness of everything Mm. really becomes something that you just can't ignore. And that's what connects us then back in with Mother Earth and with all of the beings that inhabit her. Um, And then we just become better people as a result. Mm. 100%.
0: Oh, that's awesome. We might just have to leave it on that because becoming better people is what we all want to do, right? Yeah,
1: that's it. That's what we're here for.
0: Yeah, perfect. So is there anything else that you want to share before we go today?
1: No, not really. I think I love talking about kinesiology. Yeah. So if anybody has listened and they're like, "Oh, we want to hear more about this." Yeah, definitely get in touch. Um, but yeah, We'll
0: put all your details in the in the show notes. Amazing.
1: Um, no, the only thing I'd finish on is like you know, everything is Whatever you don't get through in this lifetime, you will be coming back in another lifetime to sort it all out. And so when you really honour the time that we've been born into and the opportunities that we've been bo- born into in this lifetime, you want to make the most of them. And so if you know that you have any story or any feeling of being held back in any way, any, in any way whatsoever and you know that you're destined for more, do something about it because it doesn't need to be this like grossly arduous task of working through your stuff. It actually starts to become like a stripping back where all of a sudden you really do step into this other experience of it where you really embrace everything that life is actually flowing through to you. I think, you know, lots of us say, you know, life isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. And yeah. When you start to really live that every day. It just opens you up to so much sort of just the divine effectively. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. You're so, so welcome. We will put all Claire's details in the show notes so you can get in touch with her. Um, I am going to book my session before this goes live (laughs) so I don't have to wait. Um, Thanks, everyone, for joining and we will um, look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Oh, and remember, be you, back you and love you. Bye for now. Thanks, everyone, for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.